Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Avenues of Awakening. It has been a very, very long time since I have released one of these, although I did attempt to record one back in late summer. But uh, today now is December 30th as I record this, and it should be going out on New Year's Eve. So happy end of the year to everyone. I hope you're safe and sound with friends and family or comfortably enjoying this quiet time of year. So I remember back in the early part of 2023, I think I did a recording, maybe just on the YouTube channel, about how busy this year would be. And that proved true and then some uh, for myself and, and a lot of people I know. Let's just take a moment to acknowledge that we've made it through the year. And we're here together to take just a little bit of time in reflection at the end of another year. You know, a lot of years I make a point to sit down across a few days at the end of the year just to do some journaling, to do some reflections of the year, and to release a lot of what came before and to appreciate all that I've been through and uh, those that I know and love. So I want to try doing that a little bit today, but first of all, I want to honor the fact that we've all been putting in so much work helping ourselves, helping others, trying to get our endeavors off the ground or moving along in a good way. But when you're trying to uphold a normal life, juggling so many balls, it's really hard to, to get all of them to be 100%, you know. Probably there's, a, there's an equation we could do that the more balls you're juggling, the kind of like lower percentage outcome compared to what you might have hoped. So, you know, if let's say you got five or six balls in the air, then, you know, you kind of know what you want for each one of those. But actually, you got five or six balls. And so, like, there's no way you can drive all of them to 100%, right? So what if it's like, okay, I drove five or six balls to 60% this year. And that's kind of what I came down to is like, you know, if you've been juggling a lot, if you've been trying to get stuff off the ground, if you've been you know, feeling like the year's suddenly at the end of it and you're not where you wanted to be, like, take a minute to think of all the things you've been working on. And like, I know we've all done our best. I know we've all done our best. And I bet if you think of it that way, we've done a pretty good job, right? Not to mention all the unforeseen curveballs that life throws at you. And by the way, there's been a lot this year. <laughs> there's been a lot. So take those into consideration that even though those may not have been part of your plan, they became part of your responsibility and part of your life path. And so all of these things that we planned on, the things we didn't plan on, the things, the balls we had to catch that other people or other situations threw at us, you handled those too as best as we could, you know, and they might not all be resolved by now, certainly. Although I do enjoy this time of year to take a few days off, as I'm sure most people do. 
So if you'll indulge me and care to come along briefly, I'm going to just go into the end of your ceremony that I like to do. So what this looks like, and there's a, you know, you can do a short version just using your thinking, or if you like to do the long version, which is mine's super long version by myself is I'm sitting with a journal and I'll do several sessions of journaling about kind of transitional reflections as well as planning for next year. But basically what it looks like is I'll sit down with the journal. I have it here. And I'll go through, and this particular year, I uh, I felt a lot of heaviness in my heart, what I discovered to be a lot of grief, a lot of, uh, carried a lot of uh, emotional weight, I guess you'd say, um, just from dealing with a lot of pretty intense uh, situations, you know? And then if you compound that with what we've seen in the world, which is going to affect everyone's heart, you know, regardless of what you think about it, there's strife, there's suffering in a lot of places that have been pretty big news stories. So that's instantly, I can locate that and feel that. And so the world, it feels like is, is crying or the world is kind of heartbroken right now. So what I did in the journaling is I just start at the beginning of the year and just go through listing all the big things that I've dealt with, all the things that came up, all the things that were challenging that I felt I'm still carrying some emotional charge, some emotional like, oh, like you're carrying a lot, like a big load, right? A big load of rocks. And this journaling exercise is taking each one of those rocks and looking at it and saying, wow, you know, thinking about it as much or as little as you want, the least being just writing it down what it was, which is pretty much what I did. So I wrote down, um, you know, started a job at Lowe's, which I worked at during the summer for six weeks or six months. I um, <clears throat> been working on my media production company, which had two huge projects. At the same time, I was working at Lowe's, right, um, trying to start a company. So you just go through in order as best you can. You know, it's hard to remember everything. But go through in order and just write down all the big things or the challenges or the things that, that required uh, a lot of your emotional energy, right, to, to handle. And if you do this in the long way, you can take time and really consider each one of those. And within that, you honor it. You think of the people involved. You think of all the work you did or maybe the work that other people did. You think of the significance. And so that's why I'm saying this takes a while. If you want to do that full version, I find that it very much helped me feel like unburdening myself of the stresses of this past year. So um, if you want to do it now, go ahead and just pause the podcast and, and sit for a while, or at least get started on it. So that practice of release, after getting through it, it feels like you've kind of recapped all of the emotional energy, all of the things that took a lot of emotional energy to handle. 
and pat yourself on the back for that, right? That's, that's huge work. That is super important. You've gotten through so much of it. You've gotten here to the end of the year. Um, hopefully some of them have resolved and the ones that haven't resolved, well, they'll be there for you, but you don't need to worry about them for a, a couple days unless they're completely urgent and happening right now. In unburdening yourself, you may feel really tired. You may feel proud of yourself. You may feel really ready to just put things down that you're carrying at least for a couple of days, right? And I consider this time of year, especially the last week of the year, to be what I call like the liminal time of year or the going under. And even in the five element sense for for Chinese uh concepts of seasons we're going into like water which is just the ultimate yin y-i-n ultimate yin state so in a lot of places it's colder the days are shorter the nights are longer there's much less activity social activity except you know new year's eve <laughs> and uh you know, there's work is off for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that still have to work, but hopefully we all get at least one or two days off in this week. Um, and so it's super yet and it's meant to be difficult to express that active energy that we're so used to that I believe we as a society are kind of addicted to. So this process of the of grieving or reflecting on your past year and setting things down can really help us kind of enter that that space for a few days and i think being in that space is actually super important it's actually like taking a bath in moonlight that's another way of thinking about it just like you you don't need to express anything action will come back it will regrow never fear but for right now, we're just in this floating, quiet, kind of intro, I guess you'd say introverted, or at least, you know, cozy and much less active way of being. And this is healthy. That is healthy. So I would encourage you to really explore and embrace this very yin time of year. There's a second half of looking back, which I always pair grief and gratitude. So if we're talking about your challenges, then we also want to do your things you're proud of, the things that are highlights or the things that were fun, the things that are memorable, the, the accomplishments, you know, um, and I think that's equally important so that we don't get lost in the only focusing on the things that were challenging or difficult. So let's look at other things like, you know, I did a great job working at Lowe's for six months. I got through school. Hell yeah. You know, like we, we got to give ourselves some congratulations, some pat on the back, some feeling like, yeah, this was a big year also for all these things that happened. You know, I bought a bunch of, uh, video equipment for my company like this this was a lot and you start to put all these things together the successes 
and the challenges and the accomplishments and the good memories and the difficult memories. And you start to say, holy shit, wow. Like what a year, you know? And this is the time, this is a great time of year to do that. Um, You know, I don't know how this works for people who don't get the winter time at the end of the solar year. Kind of tricky. Um, But I'm lucky to be in a place with four seasons in the Northern Hemisphere that gets pretty dang cold and much shorter days. So for me, it's uh, supportive of this practice. So the grief, the releasing, and the things we're proud of and the good memories, all those are winding down for the year. So I'll do a little ceremonial prayer for those things when you're ready. If you want to stop and do the gratitude side, be my guest, of course. Um, But, you know, it took me an hour to do that, so I'm not just going to roll the tape for an hour of you watching me write. Um, So I'll give it about 10 seconds of just uh, sitting here peacefully, and then I'll do a prayer. Gracious Father, Holy Spirit, Sacred Mother, we thank you for everything that you've sent our way this year. While not all of it was easy, it all served a purpose in your vision. Even if we're still experiencing challenges, we know that all happens at its right moment, at its right time. And so we ask you to help us embrace and accept, to allow, to forgive, to honor, and to release all that has come before in this past year. This includes the things that caused us difficulties, challenges, grief, and heartache. We return these to you. This also includes all the joys, the happy memories, the fond times together, the things we are proud of, that we we feel successful for, that we've accomplished, that we've completed, and the things that are still left incomplete. All in time, all in your time. These two we release back to you in the spirit of gratitude, of acceptance, of patience, and of peace. 
Thank you for this year. And thank you for the opportunity to participate in what life sends us. So that concludes our gratitude and grief and letting go ceremony for this past year, which at the time of this recording is 2023. I often think about gratitude and especially in the context of spiritual teachings. And I usually have mixed feelings about gratitude. I've heard things like find something to be grateful for every day. Have gratitude for what you have and it will cultivate peace and acceptance. And so I agree with a lot of those. I think gratitude practice is important and I would like to encourage that in myself. It's a weak area that I have. Yet at the same time, there's plenty of people that it is not appropriate because things are, feel overwhelming, overwhelmingly challenging, overwhelmingly intense, too much going on to ask someone to do something else, to take extra time, right? Perhaps small very small notions of gratitude can help us get through the day. I think that's true too. But as I was thinking about this recording a few hours ago, I was thinking about gratitude. Um, and why is this important? In the context of this ceremony, gratitude brings our hearts into a more calm equanimity, even this peace of spirit, right? And the way it does that is we remove or we, we release the energies of something that are causing agitation. And gratitude can be a means of doing that. Gratitude also can be a means of accepting what is. Accepting what is accepting the one way that our universe has unfolded. Now, I'm not here to get into multidimensionality, past lives, you know, parallel dimensions. In this case, at least from my experience, basically we perceive one unfolding. And so gratitude for the good things, for the difficult things, for the gifts we receive, and for the gifts that we would decline if we could choose. I probably shouldn't even call them gifts, but I'm kind of riffing on that idea. Um, So I can say gifts we would 
preferably not have to receive or, you know, challenges that we've certainly received. When we start to develop, and it is a muscle, it is something we can strengthen, but when we do it as a ceremony, we are intentionally interacting with all of these experiences and gratitude brings the energy of acceptance. The resistance to what is, the resistance to what has unfolded and appeared in your life, I would say causes at least as much suffering as the situation itself. I think some would say is the entire cause of suffering. I've not gotten to that point yet, but um, certainly I can identify resistance as a major cause of dissatisfaction. You know, there's just one thing. There's just this one unfolding. And so for us to sit here and go, no, 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 I don't want that. You're literally contradicting creation. <laughs> You're saying, no, that's not what I want. And that's not how it is. <laughs> so when we have gratitude, it actually gets us closer to this space of acceptance, right? And acceptance brings us closer into clarity, direct perception, spiritual peace, because we are with immediately what is without this psychic interference of rejection of resistance, of saying no. So gratitude is a way of saying, I see you, I see that you have come, and I embrace you. That's the power of it. All right, so I'm going to stop here. I thought I was going to go into um, another uh, kind of future planning ceremony, but I'm going to pause right here. And I will put the planning for next year, like invoking, you know, invoking for next year's ceremony on YouTube. I'll, I'll maybe post that um, right after this podcast. So I want to thank you for, for walking together through 2023, or if you catch this in future years, through that year as well. I hope this finds you well, and I hope you have some uh, peace and compassion and appreciation for yourself and for others for all that we go through on a year. So as far as Avenues of Awakenings goes, um, what I came to understand is that I could not produce them at the quality that I wanted, given how busy I was during that time with uh, two jobs and school and, and some other things going on. So what I decided to do instead is I'm going to shift gears into producing it as I am more inspired, but also I'm planning to go seasonal. So I'm planning for the AOA seasons to run April through November. So what this gives me the chance to do is for a couple months to, to really plan ahead, to book some recordings, to schedule dates and put them on the calendar, and also to do some back-end work on the website and uh, so come back. So I'm looking to come back the first uh, 
the first week of April, probably the first Sunday. I still like that um, release schedule. So check that out. I'm also developing a Substack for some writings. I really enjoy doing writings. And whereas AOA is kind of my tapping into my higher spirit mind and sharing those things, which I'm very uh, feel drawn to do, continued. But there's a few sides of me that I don't feel is appropriate to express for Avenues of Awakening. So the Substack is going to start to look into this idea that a lot of our existing institutions, the things we put our faith in, the ways of relating socially, you know, our economic schooling, uh, political systems, all this stuff, banking, you know, um, are, are really straining at the end of their life cycles. They've done a marvelous job, but they're straining at the end of their life cycles. So what does it mean to take spiritual insight and attempt to enact it with those values, those insights, and, and enact it socially? And so that's a lot of what I'll be dealing with on my Substack. I'll post the link, but it's Thomas Whitmire, all one word, I think, .substack.com. It's just going to be under my name. So that's all for that. Um, I also encourage you to check out my wife's YouTube page, summerbreezehome.com. She's doing Korean cooking videos. We're working together. We just did bibimbap a few months ago. So if you're curious at all about Korean cooking, go check that out. That's my plug. But it's another thing I work on. So that's all for now. I'm going to stop the recording. And I look forward to seeing you again on the AOA podcast in April. We'll see you next year. God bless. Happy trails and have a great New Year's. Bye.